As a strong, independent mother, there is nothing that will get in the way of your child's safety. Soberlink understands the importance of peace of mind when it comes to co-parenting after a divorce. Using the highest quality technology and with features like facial recognition and real-time results, moms like you are empowered with proof that your child is safe. Navigating life post-divorce can be difficult, and having a tool like Soberlink allows for one less thing to stress about. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create this resource, Tips for Single Moms Returning to Work. To access the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash MMO. This week on Moms Moving On. I mean, I am not a single parent on weekends, every other week, once a month. I am a 24-7, 365 parent. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back to Moms Moving On. Today we have a beautiful face and new friend. Kelly Ben Simone is on with us today. You may remember her from this little show. What's it called again? Real Housewives of New York. Or from <laughs> the fact that she is just always putting herself out there for the greater good. Like I, every time I see you, you radiate happiness. You're doing something you love. And you truly embody what it means to be a strong single mom. Kelly, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Appreciate it. So I have watched you on TV. I have seen you in the press. I have, I don't know, kind of like wanted to look like you for a really long time with those like toned legs as you like ride your horses, but that's a different conversation for another day. I always really like admired your single mom life. I was raised by a single mom. I was a single mom for a little bit. And I don't think we speak enough about just the ins and outs of day-to-day life when it comes to that. Can you share a little bit about your background? And I know you're a mom of two girls. I am. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, I'm, I'm Kelly, thank you, Michelle. Thank you for having me today. We have a mutual friend um, who I wrote, I Can Make You Hot With, which is an acronym for Healthy Options Today. So it's super exciting to see you today. Let's just jump into being a single parent. I mean, I am not a single parent on weekends, every other week, once a month. I am a 24-7, 365 parent. Uh, I have full custody of my kids and I never wanted to talk about being a single parent because when I was on Housewives back in the Ice Age, they said that being a single parent wasn't sexy. I was supposed to be the supermodel and like aloof and carefree. Meanwhile, you know, I've literally been working all my life. And, you know, there's different schools of thought about, you know, how to, you know, talk about life after marriage or, you know, life after having, giving birth um, and rearing your own children. I've just never been of the school of thought to complain about what I do. I come from the school of thought of just like, you know, solutions and making my children as happy as possible. I've had a really, really rough road. I'm not going to lie. You know, everyone just thinks that my life is rosebuds and peonies and horses and horses. (laughs) And, uh, you know, there's 
you know, everything's twinkling and um, everything's pink and lavender because I don't tell anyone what I'm really going through. And, you know, now that my girls are older, you know, my youngest is 21. She's graduated from Trinity College. My oldest is 23. She's going to be 24 next week. She graduated from Old Miss and is working for with UEG in uh, Rights and Partnership. And now that they're older and they're on their path, I feel that it's time to really impart knowledge about, you know, what I went through and how it was really difficult and how I literally, you know, my best friend was always like, revenge is better than Christmas. He's like, just keep smiling and just keep on your path and stay in your lane. My father would always say, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. And um, I think that's one of the one of the biggest takeaways from me as a person is that I stay in my lane. I'm always respectful of other people. And I've taught that to, you know, for my girls and whatever happens, good, bad, or ugly, you know, I've learned to pivot continuously. And, um, that's the start. That pivoting is that's the beginning. pivotal. Like that pivot, that ability to pivot on a dime, like that's life. Like, you know, it either sucks you down or you like call it's bluff. Right. And I, and I know that about you, I know that you've been able to do that, but I have to go back to what you said. Bravo didn't think it was sexy to show yourself as a single mom. And we're talking about, this was like 2010, 2011. This was, yeah, 9, 10, 9, 10, 11. Okay. They were like so, being a, so 12 years sexy. ago, let's say, single motherhood wasn't sexy. We're hmm. in a very different space now where we hmm. can acknowledge and support and validate that single motherhood is a certain level of badassery that is, you know, very hard to touch. How did that make you feel amongst a, a crew of married women? Um, you know, like, what was that like for you? I can't imagine because, you know, in this, in, on this podcast and in my book, we're very transparent and we talk about what it's like to be the only single person in a group of marrieds, as I call it. I mean, I think, you know, first of all, just being like you, let's just talk about being a single person in a group of married. So everyone's like, oh, you go out, you all do all this stuff. I mean, yes, I go to a lot of events. Yes, I celebrate my um, friends and all of their endeavors and efforts. But is it, you know, what, was it so hard to be like, oh, I'm single. And it's like, you know, it's like, not just like I'm single, I'm well known and I'm single. And they're like, um, we're having a dinner party and it's not going to be a dinner party five. You know what I mean? They're definitely not going to have me sitting at the table with their ex-husband, her husbands when you know, I'm, I'm having zero interest in any of them. Probably, you know, probably most of them I do business with, but I have no interest in um, anything else. But a lot of women are just very particular and protective of their husbands, which I completely agree with. So that was always very strange. Um, just being on the show and just not having anyone, you know, they were always like, you have to date someone. And I'm like, well, I'm not dating people because I have children and I don't want to be on television. And my, my girls were young at the time to be seeing me dating. And I've kept my dating life really, really private. I, you know, listen, I am not going to lie. Like I come from a different school of thought. I'm extremely conservative. I'm from the Midwest. You know, we don't exploit men. Um, you know, I try to keep everything, you know, I respect them. I have a twin brother. So I'm, you know, I'm not in the business of breaking up and making up with guys all over uh, Instagram or the press. Um, so it's not really, it's not my business model, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Um, it doesn't make me better as a person. It doesn't make me more successful. I don't sell more books by doing it. But what I do is, you know, big, you know, guys that I have um, dated, you know, I do have a, a strong level of respect for them. And, you know, I want them to know that I really genuinely 
appreciated the time that we were together. And if it doesn't work out, the world doesn't need to know about it. I, I agree with that. I think you keep special things private. They last longer. But I'm just curious, as you know, like you said, you were a single mom. You are a single mom 365 days a year. You're not, you know, time sharing or co-parenting. So what was it like dating when your girls were younger? How did you balance that? So this is ironic. You know, even my girls were like, you didn't really date that many guys. And I mean, I did not date that many. Um, but when people would come in, I wouldn't even like, it wasn't like, I'm like, you can't meet my kids until 90 days or whatever it was, or a year. I just was like, if I was dating someone, I would be, you know, there's always so many people in my house. And like, it, it, there's still to this day, it's like, I live a suburban life in an urban environment. I mean, there are people right now, I have four people downstairs. A friend is staying with me. My daughter's at home. Like tonight we're having people over for drinks. Like we have, I just have, always have a lot of people coming over, stopping by, like people just, I mean, I do, I live a very suburban life here. And um, so I never was like, oh, this is my boyfriend. I was like, oh, something's going over and he's with this. And I just never even said anything. And sometimes people were like, oh, I really like that guy. I'm like, well, we never dated. We were just friends or we were working together whatever it is. And so I just tried to keep it all kind of vague um, right. because again, like I'm not getting, I, I did not, I have not gotten engaged since um, I was divorced. So I don't, you know, didn't want to be like, oh, this person means a lot to me or whatever, because, you know, we weren't engaged and I just right. didn't want to have my kids. Um, I want them to have a solid view of marriage and engagement. And, you know, th that relationship is really important. Do your girls have a relationship with their dad? Yes, they do. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you're full timing it, but he's still available to them and, and they have their connection to him. I mean, let's be honest, like you have two choices. <laughs> you can literally blame everyone for everything, or you can just be like, not the right tool for the right job and just move forward. And, you know, my ex-husband is incredibly talented. You know, he's a, he's the most visual person that I know. Is he a great dad? No. Does that mean that he isn't a, you know, a good man and good for what he does? He's great. And now that the girls are older, they have a really nice relationship, which I, you know, support hundred percent. But I also like, you know, that's something that really is really important to me is how people navigate their relationships because the way you deal with the opposite sex is how your children deal with the opposite sex. So if they see a mother saying bad things about the father, whether it's true or not, they're going to think that's okay. That's not okay. You know, you have to have respect for your partner. Right. Um, and so I just, or ex-partner or ex-partner, you know, it's just, I mean, literally, I mean, I, I haven't, you know, there's been a lot of things that I've gone through and I don't like air my dirty laundry and I don't, you know, go out there and telling people what's going on. I just think you have to be really careful. And, and you're, I mean, we have a responsibility to our kids. I mean, I know it's painful. And I know we're, we have these journeys and we're going through all this stuff, but at the end of the end of the day, we are parents and our legacy is our children, not how much we complained. Does that make sense? Oh, I love that. Absolutely. That does make sense. I'm, I'm a high road kind of gal and I'm always preaching about, you know, you can hate your ex-spouse in private. You can feel that pain all day, every day, but we don't do our children any favors by dumping that on them. And a lot of times women will say to me, but they should know that he's so this, or he's so that. And I still 
believe, no, I think children need to find out for themselves who their parents are, how their parents make them feel. So how were you able to put the pain and anger I love to that. the side? But Michelle, you just, I love what you just said. It's like how their parents make them feel. I mean, yeah. that, that is so key because we can have these parties, give them Cartier, do all this stuff, you know, create this lifestyle for them. But at the end of the day, when they grow up, you and I both, like what, how our parents made us feel really shapes who we are today. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, that's, a, yeah. I mean, you couldn't say well, I always say it. And, and I say this to moms that I work with all the time, because if they're stressing about, you know, the ex-husband having more money and, and spoiling the kids or only having 50% of their time with their children now, I always say children don't remember what you do for them. How much time you spend with them, they only remember how they were made to feel in your presence. And that's like, that's key. Hey moms, I'm always getting asked, what should I do with my engagement ring? I finally have the answer, sell it with Worthy. I'm partnering with Worthy so you can turn your wedding jewelry into cash, fast and risk-free. Worthy is great because their competitive auctions ensure you get the best deal possible. Over 45,000 people have already moved on by selling with Worthy. If you are ready to move on from your ring, visit worthy.com slash moms to get an extra $100 when your jewelry sells for over $1,500. That's worthy.com slash moms when you're ready to move on. It's here. Oh my God, I can't believe it. My book is officially out in the world. Have you ordered it yet? It's called Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict, and Becoming Your Best Self. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who's been through it and comes out the other side, me. Through inspirational stories, rituals, journal prompts, and my guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mom, shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self, and create the life you truly deserve. So order it now. What are you waiting for? Obviously, you were doing something right by being able to put your anger and pain aside and focus on the girls. So how did you do that? Because that's where women struggle the most. You know, what's so funny is that like when we first, I first got divorced, it was, you know, just I was fresh um, on, on Real Housewives. And I'll just never forget, like actually being on Real Housewives was so great because it was like it was like dating a new guy because like all of every all like the things I was thinking about my ex-husband. And that I just was like, my energy just shifted. And I was, it was focused on real housewives and all these women and like what they were thinking and doing. And, and everyone was like, you don't even care about what he's doing. I'm like, care. Like I have like nine women to deal with. Right. (laughs) Great distraction. One guy versus nine women. I mean, there's just no comparison. I'm like, he's just, he has, I mean, he doesn't even have like, like literally an ounce of air in my brain right now. I'm like dealing with um, all these women and they're all their stuff. So. Actually, so you're, always, you're it seems like you're able to be mindful and focus on what is instead of harboring on what could be going on in the background. I mean, I have to also, you know, say that I had, you know, I had a really great upbringing. I had great parents that instilled amazing values in me. And so that really, really helps. I mean, it makes a total, you know, a big difference when you, you know, when you have a lot of self-confidence based on how you were raised you know, your ability to process information, 
you know, difficulty is completely different. I mean, just, I can synthesize and process because I come from like a solid place. I'm just like, that's not what I know. That's not happening. I have no idea what these people are talking about. I'm just going to move over this way and that way. (laughs) I love that. I mean, that's, that's probably your superpower, Kelly. That's like, that's really great. So what would you think now that your girls are grown up women, what would you think they would say about your best attributes as a single mother? I would think that they would say that I, like I took them to the Ranger game and the Knicks game and the Nets and the Yankees. I think that they would say that I created this like very healthy balance between a feminine life because I lead a very, very feminine fashion, Uh uh, you know, art life. But then I also brought so much of that masculine world to them. Um, But, you know, I've worked with Madison Square Garden for over 15 years and worked with Garden of Dreams and just love, I mean, every, you know, I've just had such an incredible um, opportunity to be with them. And my girls have never been to a hockey game or a basketball game in jeans. (laughs) Oh, they're like, their friends are like, oh my God, I totally want to go with you and your mom. It's be so much fun. And they're like, you can't wear jeans. (laughs) And so like, my daughters are like in dresses and like, So it's just really funny. They're like, yeah, every sporting event, like, you know, people are on planes and they're in jeans and they're at sporting events and like dresses. So it's, you know. I was raised like that though. My mom, also a single mom, always said she had to be my mom and my dad. She was figuring out how to teach me how to ride my bike while braiding my hair and doing all that stuff. But she is of the the mindset that you are dressed before you leave the house. Like, she used to turn her nose up at jeans. I was not the girl who was allowed to go up with like her hair in a bun. Like I was always done. And I didn't hate that. I, I kind of love that about my mom. I mean, there's something to be said about having a presence. And I think when you do go outside and I mean, now, now with like Instagram and like everyone with like their, what their you know style is, you know, we're seeing a lot more, you know, people being, you know, innovative with how they dress. Um, and it's become, it's really to kind of identifying who they are as people. But I have always been of the mindset. I mean, you know, even as a model, I'll remember like, you know, black miniskirt, black t-shirt, you know, pumps, like just, I mean, it's had a uniform all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, I, when I, even when I work out, I'm like, oh my God, I need to like, look like I'm pulled together because I can't be like out there and like a random sweatshirt like right you know no I feel you um, so I, I just try it. to make an effort just always try to make an effort and it's just like yeah. a nice thing to do at the end of the day I mean but you know everything that I do has a uniform so whether it's working out has a uniform riding horses has a uniform and uh, you know my lifestyle is really uniform based so um you know real estate that has a uniform so everything that I do there is like a, a very specific way of how I dress and your girls now have that as uh, tools. You know, I have I have friends who are like uh, clueless. Like, what am I supposed to wear? My mom was always, you know, telling me it wasn't important. And so, well, my daughter, my youngest, my oldest daughter, the other day, she's like, "What was I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Can I wear the summer dress?" I'm like, "It's May. That's enough. <laughs> you cannot wear a summer dress. Can I wear these white sandals? No." So can I come to you because I never, I'm in Miami and it's like a swamp all the time. And I miss, I miss New York, like dressing for the seasons. We can't do that here. I know. I love Miami. I'm actually going to be there. I was there last week and I'm going to be there this week. I have a really cool new um, 
project I'm working on down there. So see you when I'm down there. I would love that. Tell us about your, like, what are you working on these days? And is it true you might be uh, on the Legacy show? So I am actually um, not telling you guys anything. (laughs) Oh, Real Housewives is going to have a Legacy show and we are not allowed to know if Kelly will be on it. Right. I mean, listen, I've had so much fun with Real Housewives and everyone is like, but they were, they were nasty too. I'm like, well, I'm just not, I just wasn't raised to bicker with women. It's, you know, I, I mean, I just wasn't raised like that. Right. And you and, also don't strike me as the type of woman who's going to let the cattiness really affect her that deeply. Not at all. Right. I had no idea what they were talking about. And everyone was like, you're just really a bitch. I'm like, actually, I have no idea what you're saying. I'm not listening to you. I'm just super selective. <laughs> I mean, I've got so much stuff going on in my head, whether it's like my kids, my work, you know, I have, a, I have a, my own real estate team. I work with Douglas Elliman. I do all these brand endorsements. I have two kids. I have a new show that we're working on. I mean, I have so much. I work, I work in New York, the Hamptons, Miami, Palm Beach, Aspen, Florida, Paris, London, St. Bars, the Bahamas. I think that I'm a little bit preoccupied um, with things that are actually like really, really important. If someone comes to me and was like, you know, I really need to talk to you. Like I am the best listening ear, but when it comes to like, you know, fodder, I'm just like not interested. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, we hope maybe potentially you can make time for fodder on the legacy show. But aside from that, what else I think are you why working they like on? Me, though. <laughs> but I actually think why they love me so much is because I'm just like, is, I mean, like, listen, if you came to me and you called me and it was like, I just really need to talk to you. We need to have like, you know, a serious sit down about like what's going on. Like everyone always comes to me for advice. You know, it's like, I have like, you know, I'm solid with all of that. And I really, I care about my friends so much, but when it comes to, you know, just conversations to, you know, fill airtime, like I'd rather listen to music. Like, right. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that's not making, that's not connecting us, by the way. Like, you know. All right, Kelly. Well, um, tell us about your upcoming stuff, what we can expect from you, where we can learn more about you, all of it. So as you guys know, I work for Douglas Elliman. I have my own team, the Kelly Clorin Ben Simone team. I'm very, very proud of that. I also am having the best time on my own podcast called Hey Guys, Hey. Um, Michelle, today was so much fun. I really appreciate you asking questions. I mean, no one asked, never one ever asked me questions about like my real life. It's, they always ask me questions about my work life. So I really appreciate you taking the time to getting to know me better. I appreciate um, you being vulnerable and honest. I think, you know, uh, that's what this podcast is all about. Of course. Um, you know, I've been working for food with food bank for over 13 years, you know, feeding our New Yorkers first. Um, so I always, I, I'm a firm believer of taking care of your community. And then, you know, as when you like, it's like, put your safety belt on first, put your safety belt on first, take care of your friends and family, your community, and then you can go off and do, um, bigger things, but you know, you guys can follow me on Instagram. You guys can follow me on TikTok. I don't take TikTok seriously. Like I'm the most pathetic TikToker because I'm just like, I have no idea what this platform is about, but I'm just gonna have a great time. People are like, is that a dance? I'm like, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to check it out. So like everyone else takes it very seriously. I do not. Um, I just have fun with it when I can do it. Um, you know, obviously YouTube, any videos and, um, you know, I'm just having a great time, 
doing what I love. And, you know, real estate has been such an amazing new opportunity for me because it really ties a bow on everything that I've done from, you know, interiors to transaction. Um, and now that I'm able to use, you know, social media as a great platform to sell all of my um, properties, it's been unbelievable. And I just, I'm having, I'm having a really great time and I have incredible clients and I feel really grateful to be able to do what I am doing today. So I love grateful. that you're radiating it. Like I can, I can, you are, you're very happy. I, it's I mean, I put me my smile. kids to college, like they're educated. That's like, incredible. And it's like, that's, all, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, why don't you go on these? Why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? I'm like, well, because um, when I wake up in the morning, like this is the number that's in my head that I have to pay for this and this and this. And they're like, people don't understand that, you know, we need to provide for our children and make sure that they have a better life than we we have it's mm -hmm. important that's a go you are I mean, single mom goals no who cares like our life who cares like okay great we work we, you know we love what we do but i mean at the end of the day like when i'm you know 75 i'm gonna be like oh my god i was so successful i'm gonna be like no these kids and grandkids are so unbelievably gorgeous and they're mm -hmm. so happy and they're so healthy mm -hmm. and they have so much opportunity like that's mm -hmm. how i want my you know that's how i want to see my family I think that's, we can all share in that. Kelly, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing part of your story. We can't wait to see what you do next. I know I'll be watching. I will link you in all of the show notes, guys. Check out Kelly. She's just a breath of fresh air. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Imagine a place to get all of the resources you need and deserve while going through the divorce process, from legal and mediation tips to expert co-parenting advice and heartbreak healing words of wisdom. Imagine a place that offered weekly words of wisdom and inspiration curated just for you by me to help motivate you and make you feel seen throughout the toughest days of your divorce journey. Imagine if that place also provided you with the opportunity to connect with other moms who are going through the exact same thing as you. That place exists and it's called the Moms Moving On membership community. With two membership options, you are guaranteed to find your village and thrive in this next phase of your life. Visit my website, momsmovingon.com and click on become a member to join our community now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.